tossing and turning all night like a salad, it's time to put those sleepless nights to bed for good. Enter Tanasi, my sleep saviors, and they have science to back up their sleep, anxiety, and pain-relieving powers. Back in 2016, they invested a $2.5 million grant to Middle Tennessee State University to study the hemp plant. Turns out their special patent-pending CBD-CBDA formula is twice as effective as CBD alone and can be more effective than over-the-counter ibuprofen, acetaminophen, and aspirin. So if you're tired of tossing and turning like a rotisserie chicken, then Tanasi's got your back with their range of great products from tinctures to gummies to lotions. Tanasi is my go-to when I can't sleep or I have way too much anxiety. I'm so glad that I discovered them. So go to Tanasi.com and use the code POWER to get 25% off your order. That's Tanasi.com, T-A-N-A-S-I, to get 25% off your first order with the promo code POWER. Sober Powered is sponsored by BetterHelp. I was a stress drinker and I thought if only I didn't have so much stress, I wouldn't have to drink this much. But do you know why I had all this stress? Because I didn't have the skills to take stressors off my plate so they built up and wore me down. Some stressors are big and others are small, but carrying around 25 minor annoyances is going to have an impact on you. Plus, did you know that alcohol messes with our stress response system and decreases our ability to handle stress? It makes small things seem like a much bigger deal. Learning how to manage stress and take things off my plate has changed my life. I'm calm, I'm less reactive, and I believe that I can handle whatever comes my way. I feel proud of the way that I handle things now. You can get there too. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com sober to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash sober. Are you tired of your digestive system feeling like a circus act gone wrong? Introducing Ritual's 3-in-1 Gut Superhero Symbiotic Plus, a probiotic, prebiotic, and postbiotic all rolled into one. And with 25% off with the code POWER, there's no better time to check out Ritual. Let's break it down. Probiotics are like the cool kids at the gut party, keeping everything in check and making sure the good vibes are flowing. Prebiotics are their wingmen, fueling the party with all the right snacks to keep the good bacteria thriving. And postbiotics, well, they're like the cleanup crew, sweeping away the mess and leaving your gut feeling fresh and fabulous. So say goodbye to the gut drama and remember, there's no more shame in your gut game. Symbiotic Plus and Ritual are here to celebrate, not hide your insides. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com power. I'm Jill, and this is the Sober Powered Podcast. I'll tell you how I finally stopped chasing the buzz and what I've learned along the way. Welcome back to the Sober Powered Podcast. I'm Jill, and if you're new here, I'm a sober scientist who talks about the science and psychology of addiction. 
if that sounds interesting, please subscribe. Today I'm going to talk about wine energy or just alcohol energy in general. Is it a real phenomenon or something that we just think is real because we're buzzed? In my investigation of this topic, I also found some very interesting information about how one of the products from the breakdown of alcohol affects our genes. I'd like to take a moment to give a huge shout out to some of my new members, Mr. Riggs, Virginia, Kristen, and Jennifer. Thank you all for your support. There's a link in the show notes where you can find more information about membership options if you're interested. But one of the perks is a bonus episode every month. So check it out. So let's dig in. A common complaint in early sobriety is fatigue. We feel tired all the time and annoyed because aren't we supposed to be feeling amazing? Alcohol has calories, so it does provide our body with energy, but actually does it in a more complex way than you think. I used to come home from work exhausted, and as soon as I got a little wine in me, I became energetic and happy again. I called it wine energy. Now in sobriety, I'm curious, is wine energy a real phenomenon or was it just a feeling that I had from being buzzed? Alcohol is processed by two enzymes. The first, alcohol dehydrogenase, converts ethanol into acetaldehyde, which is 10 times more toxic. The second enzyme, aldehyde dehydrogenase, converts this molecule into acetate. Most of the acetate produced by the liver is released back into circulation and it's quickly able to enter the brain. Acetate is similar to acetic acid, which is basically vinegar. Chronic heavy drinkers will show elevated acetate levels for about 24 hours after their last drink. In the brain, acetate can be converted into something called adenosine, which has similar sedating properties as alcohol. Adenosine is another inhibitory neurotransmitter and acts as a nervous system depressant. Adenosine promotes sleep and adenosine levels naturally rise during the day as part of our circadian rhythm. So it's the chemical in your brain that makes you feel sleepy in the afternoon. The brain normally uses glucose as an energy source, but it can use acetate as an alternative. Studies have shown that alcohol decreases the brain's use of glucose and can lead to hypoglycemia, which is low blood sugar. Chronic heavy drinkers will likely always have high levels of acetate since levels remain elevated for 24 hours after our last drink. One study found that after 48 hours of sobriety, the baseline levels of acetate in the blood for heavy drinkers were more than twice the levels in light drinkers. And it's important to note the criteria of being a heavy drinker according to these researchers. The heavy drinkers consumed at least eight drinks per week. So that's really not even heavy drinking. That's like moderate drinking. And the light drinkers drank a maximum of two drinks per week. If you're somebody who drank 40 drinks a week, think of how your blood acetate levels would be if they are chronically high for drinkers who only have eight drinks a week. High levels of acetate cause inflammation in the liver and brain, which causes damage over time. 
the brain can actually become dependent on acetate as an energy source, making withdrawal even worse because we're not just losing our favorite thing or something that our mind and our emotions are dependent on, but we're also dependent on it for energy. Remember, acetate is converted into adenosine in the brain, which is a chemical that calms us and promotes sleep. When someone is trying to quit drinking, they all of a sudden have a lack of acetate for energy and adenosine for sleep and relaxation. This can lead to exhaustion, anxiety, and trouble sleeping. All things that can make someone go back to drinking. One of the beliefs that we form around alcohol is that it gives us energy. This is because our bodies are using the alcohol as fuel. When I was drinking, I could easily stay up until 2 a.m., which is very unlike me. But wine gave me so much energy, I didn't even feel tired. When someone stops drinking, it's very easy to feel tired and bored because now you're not providing your body with a major source of energy that it's used to receiving. High levels of acetate cause epigenetic effects too. So remember, some genes are turned on by environmental factors. This is called epigenetics. Epigenetics studies how DNA markers influence how and when cells express certain genes. We pick up these epigenetic markers throughout our lives as we interact with our environment. Epigenetic effects on our genes can be caused from things like trauma, stress, and substance abuse. Not all of our genes are turned on at the same time. And one way our genes are controlled is by histones. They're proteins that hang out with our DNA and condense it into the shape of a chromosome. This protects the DNA from damage and keeps the DNA compact. It's estimated that humans have about 100 trillion meters of DNA. So if it wasn't packaged into little structures, we couldn't fit it in our bodies. Histones are signaled by other molecules to relax and open up the structure by putting a little tag on the histone and similarly signal to close up tight when other proteins remove the tag. So the tag exposes the DNA so that specific genes can be expressed. Turns out all of this acetate floating around in our brains has an impact on gene expression. A 2019 study published in Nature Metabolism found that the acetate produced from alcohol is able to be turned into the tag that opens up histones in the hippocampus. This allows genes to be expressed that normally wouldn't, and it has an effect on memory and learning. We know from previous episodes that alcohol has a big impact on our genes and is able to cause all sorts of epigenetic changes, this being one of them. There's an enzyme in the hippocampus called ACSS2, which adds the tag on histones and signals them to open up a little bit and expose certain genes. The easiest way to explain an enzyme is that it's a protein that does work on other molecules. So for example, alcohol dehydrogenase is another enzyme and it does work on alcohol to break it down. And ACSS2 does work on the excess acetate from alcohol to turn it into this little tag that binds to histones and tells them to relax a little bit. 
ACSS2 actually stands for acyl coenzyme A synthetase short chain family member 2, but we will just keep calling it ACSS2. The researchers in this 2019 study used radio labeling to assess the contribution of acetate from ethanol in the hippocampus. Radio labeling is actually really, really cool. So it uses radioactivity to follow specific molecules in the body. Ethanol is made up of carbon, oxygen, and hydrogen atoms. So researchers will use other isotopes of these atoms to track them. An isotope is a version of the atom that has a slightly different mass. So hydrogen is usually replaced by something called deuterium, which is just a little bit heavier than hydrogen. Either the carbon or hydrogen in this ethanol was different from all other carbon and hydrogen in the body. That allowed the researchers to track what happened to this ethanol and see where it went. They found that it was broken down into acetate and made its way to the brain. In the brain, this acetate was quickly used to tag histones. When the researchers knocked out ACSS2, so knocked out means got rid of the enzyme completely, and they tried this experiment again, they saw no effect on histones from the labeled acetate. So that means that it is the activity of this very specific enzyme that is working on the acetate from the alcohol we consume to tag histones, tell them to open up and expose DNA that normally would not be exposed. The genes that were affected were genes known to be involved in behavior, learning, memory, addiction, and alcohol use. So this is the cool part. The researchers also found that the mice developed a place preference and spent much more time hanging out where they were given alcohol. But the mice that did not have the ACSS2 enzyme did not hang out in any particular spot. This suggests that the genes that are affected by acetate are involved in associative learning, which is one of the reasons quitting drinking is so difficult. We associate drinking with after work, the weekend, our living room, eating dinner, vacations. And these associations could be so powerful partly because of the excess acetate from heavy drinking changing the way that our genes are expressed in the hippocampus. Alcohol-associated cues are a big cause of triggers and relapse, and it appears that the acetate generated from the breakdown of alcohol reinforces the associations that we make about drinking. Those genes being expressed allow more powerful memories to form in our brain while we're drinking. Not only is alcohol strengthening our associations about drinking, but it also allows genes to be expressed that influence our behavior, making it easier to return to drinking. The researchers concluded that some of the genes expressed affected how the mice behaved when they were faced with an environmental cue. For us, this could be going to a restaurant we got drunk at all the time, hanging out with specific people, or just being at a party. The epigenetic changes from all the excess acetate have caused changes that promote craving and drug-seeking behavior beyond, you know, whatever amount of craving and drug-seeking behavior we already have. 
So wine energy is a real phenomenon and our brains can become dependent on this wine energy. When we try to quit drinking, this is one of the reasons why we feel so exhausted. And on top of all that, the excess acetate potentially changes our brains in a way that makes the associations we form about drinking even more powerful. If you enjoyed this episode, then I know that you will definitely enjoy a freebie that I put out yesterday. All you have to do to get this freebie is sign up for my email list and I will send it to you. So it's all about why alcohol makes us feel relaxed. I think you're really going to like it. And I will talk to you guys next week. I'm Madeline, and I'm the host of the Happiest Sober Podcast. I got sober in my 20s after a decade of gray area drinking, and the greatest plot twist of all time was realizing that alcohol, the thing that I thought made my life the most happy and fun and exciting, was actually the exact thing preventing me from living my happiest and best life. My mom is 40 years sober, and she joins me on my podcast very often. I like to call her my part-time co-host, and I also bring you solo episodes where I share my top tips, tricks, and mindset shifts in sobriety, and lots of how to's for navigating all the things sober from weddings to parties to holidays to bachelorette parties to trips. I'm also joined by so many guests who come on and share their sober stories and they're all so, so inspiring. I'm here to show you that life doesn't end when you quit drinking. In fact, it's very much the opposite. And no matter what your relationship was with alcohol, life can be the absolute happiest when you're sober. New episodes come out every Tuesday. You can listen to Happiest Sober Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.